When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I am Andrew Kahn. And I'm Ryan Zook. The Michigan men's basketball team is still perfect. How are the Wolverines doing it? Where can they still improve? What are the expectations going forward? We answer those questions, talk about the undefeated women's team, and a little bit of hockey as well on this episode of Wolverine Confidential. All right, Ryan, how are you doing? Oh, can't complain. Can't complain. How about you? No Aaron on this podcast, so it feels a little bit, you know, looser, less stuffy. I'm ready <laughs> for it. <laughs> I, I agree. A little more casual here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've got we've got some some good teams to talk about. The the women that we're recording this on uh, Thursday afternoon. By the time you know the, the magic happens and our listeners get to hear it, you know, the Michigan women's team. Uh, will have you know at least started started their their game tonight uh, home game against Nebraska. So as far as you know, saying they're they're undefeated, we'll we'll see if that holds. But yeah, let's let's get into this men's game. You watched that that game the other night last night uh, against Minnesota. I so did, and, expect, and you know, that second, like that exactly that second half by Michigan was one of the most impressive performances by any team of basketball I've seen in, in quite some time. I mean, that was just dominating from, from tip off or from the opening get go of the second half through, through the finish. I mean, that was pretty impressive. It, it really is. I mean, they're okay. They're 10 and zero now five and zero in the big 10. They're the only undefeated team in the big 10, both overall and then in conference games, they've got one game that's been in, in, single digits though the one that was double digits was an overtime game but uh you know the Penn State game was four points and then since then you know 11 point win over Nebraska 11 point win over Maryland where Maryland scored I think like the last eight or nine points of that game uh you've got a 19 point win over Northwestern and now a 25 point win over Wisconsin which you don't say this too much for for victories that big but they weren't as close as the score would indicate right. again, because, you know, the kind of few minutes of garbage time, the, the opponent kind of, you know, cut into that lead. Michigan was up uh, 37, I believe at one point against Minnesota last night. They also have two, two games this season already where they've had 20 to zero runs in the second half, including last night. So yeah, just a lot is really going well for this Michigan this basketball team. And, and they contained two really, really dominant players for, for Minnesota last night as well, which I think was, was probably the most impressive thing. Uh, yeah, they were able to score the basketball, but also contain two of uh, the two of the best players in the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, certainly Marcus Carr. I, I think he's probably the best guard in the Big Ten. Just a really, a really good scorer. And you know, Eli Brooks, Michigan talks him up as as one of the best defenders in the Big Ten. And he, you know, he showed it last night. You know, as long as he was on the floor, uh, he had he had to leave a few minutes into the second half when he lost a tooth. 
but yeah. And then, you know, Shondi Brown off the bench kind of picked up the slack and, and, and it is a team effort, um, you know, as well, defensively crowding him and, 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 and making, you know, making it hard for him. But, and then Liam Robbins, the, the center, you know, just coming off a, a huge game, 27 points against Ohio state national player of the week. And yeah, he scores the first five points of the game for Minnesota and doesn't score again after that. So, uh, very impressive for Michigan. Absolutely. I think um, we got to talk about Hunter Dickinson. I mean, you're almost just waiting when he might kind of get into that freshman slump a little bit and, and maybe have an off game. But I mean, uh, yesterday was probably his, be- his top test and he was supposed to be the defensive anchor on, on, on the defensive side of the floor for Michigan. And all he does is go 12 of 15 from the floor and scores 28 points with eight rebounds. I mean, just incredible what he's been able to do his freshman season with the Wolverines. It really is because, yeah, the competition kind of just like keeps getting better in a way. It was like, all right, you know, he had his he had his debut, then he had his, you know, okay, his first start, and you know, in the Big Ten, and then, um, you know, well, last night was another big test. Does again, you know, another seven footer, um, a junior, a player who, like I said, was coming off, you know, some some monster games, and yeah, it, Robbins is a player who does it on the defensive end too. He's leading the Big Ten in blocks, and you know, Hunter Dickinson, a very missions very. Michigan's very first offensive possession of the game kind of taps an offensive rebound to himself, bodies Robbins out of the way and lays it in. It's like kind of, kind of set the tone for, for how it was going to go. He's just been incredible, you know, just so, so efficient, you know, Richard Pertino, the Minnesota coach, he, he had a great line about, he, he said the ball just seems to, to die at the basket when he shoots it. I mean, it's just that soft touch that he just kind of puts it up on the rim with his left hand and, it, it just falls in, uh, you know, no, no matter what, you know, off the glass. Yeah. He's just got, he's just got great touch and, you know, clearly been, been very well coached, you know, by Chawan Howard here. Um, and it's just, he just, he's just getting better. And it's just, it's just providing a real uh, conundrum, you know, for opposing teams because you really, do you guard them one-on-one? Most teams don't have someone that, that can do that. I mean, you'd think if, if any teams really did, it'd be, you know, someone like Minnesota with Robbins right. and that didn't really work you know, you try to double team, you got to do it the right way. I mean, Minnesota tried and he was, he's kind of spinning away from it and scoring. He's a very good passer. So that's the thing. If you, if you truly bring two guys on him, he's liable to find the open man and Michigan's just got, got shooters all around. So it's just really is impressive. Uh, you know what he's done. So Michigan's one of a handful of teams still undefeated this year. I think one of only three power five teams along with Gonzaga and, and Baylor, I think that are, they're still undefeated. Uh, so I mean, where's this team, where do you think it, how do you think it stacks up against uh, some of the nation's best? At what point do we consider this Michigan team, maybe the team to beat in the big 10? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that kind of is the the question right now, uh, you know, at, at 10 and 0, I mean, let's take a step back here. The, the non-conference schedule was not, was not very good for Michigan, right. you know, not, not all their faults, but it just, it just wasn't. And then they haven't yet played, you know, the three teams that, you know, I think kind of most everyone agrees are are good in the Big Ten, and that's Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin. You have to you have to kind of recalibrate. You know, after after games are actually played, Northwestern probably you know better than people thought they'd be. You know, maybe even you know Minnesota too, Michigan State. You know, not as good as people thought. So you do have to kind of shift things. But like those other three teams, like top ten teams, you know, veteran players um, already have some good wins. Like they're they're legit. Uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Iowa, and Michigan has has not played them yet. Um, now that will change with 
what is now their next game. Uh, Michigan was supposed to play Penn State on Saturday, but Penn State's got COVID issues, so that game's not happening. So the next scheduled game for now is, is Tuesday at home uh, against Wisconsin. So they'll they'll get their chance there. They actually don't play Illinois for about a month for more than a month. They don't play uh, Iowa for almost almost two months. And those are the, those are single plays for Michigan uh, in, in conference. Those two teams. But yeah, I mean, you do it against. They've already done enough. I'm not I'm not saying that. Oh, they need to convince me by beating Wisconsin. Right. Like they, they've done enough to prove they're really good, but. That would be another step. Uh, you know, you don't you don't want to peak too soon, like in college basketball. You know, we kind of we maybe saw this with with Michigan. You know, a, a couple of years ago, after being in the national championship, um, they got off to a seventeen and zero start. You know, and then uh, you know did kind of fade a little bit down the stretch. That was the year they you know they lost to Michigan State three times and got kind of blown out in the Sweet Sixteen. So I mean, that's not, that's not a bad season by by any right. means. You know, they still they still won 15 games in the Big Ten, made it to the Big Ten tournament championship, made it to the second weekend of the tournament, lost to a team that got to the national championship. So I mean, it was still a good season, but you could see maybe where. I don't know. They maybe hit their stride a little too soon, but, but I don't know. You don't want to just play poorly at the beginning of the year just for the sake of it. So yeah, there's, there's definitely still room for improvement, I think for this team. So who would you give to edge the edge to on Tuesday against Wisconsin? I don't know. I mean, Wisconsin is just, just a ton of seniors. They've got, you know, you talk about we you know, Dickinson now is like the focal point for, for opposing teams. You know, Wisconsin does have, you know, a, a, a talented front core with, with Micah Potter and, and Nate Reavers, It'll be interesting to see how the matchups play out, you know, as far as, you know, Dickinson, if you're an opponent, you still want to try to pull them away from the basket as, as much as possible. And, and, you know, Wisconsin might have, you know, some of the personnel to do that, depending on who they put on the floor. So it'll be kind of an interesting chess match. Um, so I don't know. It's Listen, it's only Thursday. I don't hold me to a prediction <laughs> on, on that game yet, but it will be uh will be interesting to watch. And, you know, one other, one other player I want to highlight is, is, is Mike Smith, the point guard, another, you know, newcomer, albeit a graduate transfer. His, his kind of chemistry with Dickinson has been, has been very impressive. You know, two guys that are, that are new to the team. Um, and they look like they've been playing together forever. Um, you know, Smith had one and one play in particular, he has a couple, every game that kind of, you know, make me, Ooh, that's it. Make me miss playing basketball, honestly. Um, you know, just, you know, shimmying the defender and then, you know, these drop-off passes, he's, you know, he still can cut down on his turnovers and that's, that's true of the whole team. And um, that's kind of, that's kind of a next step to make this offense, you know, really, really go. Uh, but, but man, he's been he's been really good to watch. He's really really fun to watch. Um, and uh, yeah, I just you know I want to I guess I shout shout him out for you know what he's what he's been doing at the at the point guard spot for Michigan. So the schedule is uh, you know it's their their first kind of real bump in the road. I know they had a game against North Carolina State that didn't happen, but um, before they could even process that they weren't going to play, they found a new opponent for that same night. So you know they still got to play a game that day. This will be the first time that. You know they're looking forward to a game, and it's it's, it's not going to happen. And if you're Michigan right now, you you want to be getting out there and playing. Uh, you know you're again playing about as well as anyone in the country. When the, the polls come out on on Monday, it'll be interesting to see you know where Michigan because they'll they'll move up from number ten. Uh, we'll we'll see you know how how far they go. You think top five is a possibility or not not quite yet? Uh, you know I haven't looked at and there's you know still full weekend slate worth of right. games as far as uh you know some of these teams ahead of them to see how it all all shakes out, you know, the, the Northwestern game was already factored in. So it's just, it's just the Minnesota game, the one game from, you know, Michigan this week, as far as the polls are concerned, but yeah, we'll see steady, steady climb from uh, outside the top 25, you know, at one point earlier this season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And how about those women? 
Wolverines. Yeah, they have been equally impressive. I think their mission's the only program in the in the country that has both their their men's and women's basketball programs still undefeated, and uh, they can get off to their first eight no start ever with a, with a win over Nebraska on on Thursday night. And what a start it's been! I mean, they've won every game by double digits, and and like the men's team, they haven't played the toughest schedule yet. Nor- their Northwestern win. Um, was their only ranked win so far, but I mean, that was on the road and, and uh, by 21 points. So that was uh, quite the impressive victory. And uh, Nas Hillman continues to get better every season, every game. Uh, she ranks in the top 10 in the country in scoring and, and Michigan nationally is, is ranked 10th in, in scoring at 87.9 points per game. And Kim Barnes Arico has ha- had a lot of talent, talented players, during her tenure at Michigan, but I think this might be the the deepest team that that she's had in Ann Arbor. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of it just adds to how you know sad like this you know year has been or whatever that you know you've got now two teams that are just really really fun to watch, and of mm-hmm. course no one can really actually watch them in person. But yeah, good to know you know the game. The other game was on you know ESPN. One of the ESPNs the other night, I hope people got to watch is the Thursday night, guess tonight's game on Big Ten or anything? Big or? Ten Network Plus. The, yeah. Okay. So. All right. But yeah, it's uh, kind of not homecoming, but, you know, this is, uh, you know, playing a Nebraska team. That's where they, that's where they got, you know, Leah Brown from, um, they, you know, they're a key transfer. So that should be interesting. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure she'll be motivated to kind of uh, put a whooping on, on her former team. And she's been a, a great addition for, for Michigan. I mean, she's averaging almost 20 points per game. Uh, shooting uh, over 60% from, from the floor and and really just has a lot of aspects to her game that that you like. I mean, she came in expecting to be a store for Michigan, but, I mean, she can dish the rock, uh, she can rebound, uh, and obviously store the basketball. So I think she's been a wonderful addition. And and you also got uh, Ken Ray Johnson and Haley Brown and, and Amy Dilk to ri- uh, round out that starting five, and that is quite the formidable, formidable five starting five for, for the Wolverines this season. Absolutely. Is there uh where can they get better? Is there any area in particular that hasn't been great for Michigan so far? Uh, so Leah Brown spoke to, to media after the last game and thinks they can uh, continue to get better in rebounding. Um, but at, at this point, I think that they just need to do what they're doing against tougher competition. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, yeah, Northwestern was a, was a good test, but outside of that, they haven't faced too many top teams so far. Remember they had their first, two big 10 games uh, postponed because of uh, COVID issues related to the program as well. So let, let's see if they can continue to build off the start. Um, but like you said, with the men's team, it's still a long season and you don't want to peak too early. So there's plenty of opportunities for, for this women's team to continue to get better and improve and, and do what they've been doing. You said we're going to talk a little, a little puck talk as well. What do you got for me? Because the, the Wolverines have not been playing any games. The Wolverines have not been playing in games, but a few of their players have been, and a few of them will come home back to Ann Arbor with with a few gold medals. Three Wolverines won a gold medal with Team USA at the World Junior Championship tournament over over the past few weeks, and they upset Canada, shut out Team Canada two to nothing uh, this week to to claim that gold medal, and it was a pretty big upset. I mean. I, I saw some people say it was like a little miracle on ice from the ni- 1980 Olympics, which uh, that's a little bit of, of an over-exaggeration. I mean, USA is still lo- loaded with first-round NHL talent, just like the Canadians were. But this is literally was one of the, Canada's best teams they've ever had at the World 
junior championships and team USA played well and, and scored two goals and, and then kind of just closed the door the rest of the way. And their, their goal goaltender played great and, and they pulled off the upset and yeah, the three players for, for Michigan were, were defenseman Cam York and forwards, Brendan Brisson and uh, Maddie Beneers, a, a freshman, uh, both freshman forwards for the Wolverines and, and Beneers will, will likely be a, uh, a top 10, top 15 pick next year. And he's not the most flashy offensive player on the team, but he's probably Team USA's best two-way forward. And and he was great defensively throughout the tournament, especially against Canada. Uh, Brisson didn't play much uh, against Canada and was kind of a fourth-line player for Team USA. Still scored two goals, but didn't really have a huge role with, with them. And then York was actually captain the team. And he didn't really stand out much against Canada, but had a pretty solid tournament with one goal and five assists. And remember, there was supposed to be two other Michigan players on Team USA as well, but forward Johnny Beecher tested positive for COVID-19 during Team USA's camp, and he was rooming with Thomas Bordalo, who's also on, on Michigan. And because of that, they both ha- weren't able to, to crack the roster or make the roster. So kind of unfortunate for those two, but we'll see if they're all back in the lineup for Michigan when they return to the ice against Michigan State on Friday. If you remember, Michigan was struggling heading in, into the break. They're 5-5 they're five and five right now, but lost uh, four of their last five heading into the break. So, I mean, they need these guys back in their lineup to kind of go on a run here in the second half of the season. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yes, there's no need to, to – we don't need to go all the way back to 1980 for the <laughs> comparison of this team. Go to the 1994 Mighty Ducks 2. That's what this was. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I think I, I said that before before this event happened, and sure enough, the Americans bring bring home the gold. They bring home the gold. Yes, they do. So a lot going on here and for Michigan Winter Sports, some pretty solid teams and exciting players we have going on right now. Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to this special episode of the Wolverine Confidential Podcast.